Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Across the Tasman now to uh, talk about uh, a really odd piece of going on, I think it's fair to say, in uh, the horse racing industry. Uh, we're going to talk to Jane Ivell. Of course, Jane uh, is uh, a former jockey here in New Zealand, a former horsewoman, uh, and also a very fine presenter of uh, racing in Australia. If you watch uh, racing on a Saturday in particular, you'll see Jane coming out of uh, uh, the meetings with her assessment of uh, the horses, uh, the form, etc. Uh, but this morning is a uh, slightly different uh, subject to talk about. Jane, g- good morning to you, and thank you so much for your time. Good morning to you too. Yeah, no, pleasure to join you this morning. Well, it, it, it would be, uh, apart from the fact we're talking about something just a little bit odd, and it involves a young New Zealand jockey by the name of uh, Wiramu Pin. Uh, a lot of people call him Billy Pin over here. Uh, tell us about this weird saga that's unfolded and uh, what's happened as a result of it. Well, it has been a, a little bit of a different one. Um, as people in New Zealand would know, Billy Pin has put together a terrific record as an apprentice in New Zealand and an opportunity arose for him to come over to Australia and ride and unfortunately well fortunately unfortunately the apprentice system in Australia is very different to New Zealand so when an apprentice in New Zealand wins a race doesn't matter where it is it goes on their tally of wins so the more wins they have when they hit their mark they decrease their claim in Australia, it's a little bit different because they work in two systems. There's sort of a country and provincial claim and a metropolitan city claim. And with Widamu, when he came over here, a lot of his wins weren't classified as being metropolitan wins. So he went to the city here in Australia and, and apparently claimed three kilos. Um, unfortunately, when it was questioned, it seems to be that there was a little bit of an error in the way those wins were calculated. So from... What I understand is that it's only at Group 1 meetings that wins can be accumulated to come off of a metropolitan claim in Australia. And what they have decided in their report is that there was a little bit of miscommunication between NZTR and between Racing Australia where they perhaps weren't precise enough in the details that they required. So unfortunately, the original numbers were incorrect. Um, a surprise nowadays, isn't it, that you think that that, that could happen at that sort of level? But unfortunately, it did. They've put their hands up and admitted that uh, perhaps they that Racing Australia could have been um, a little bit more clearer uh, in, or in Racing Victoria should have been a little bit more clearer in the instructions that they gave to NZTR. Either way, what has happened is Wittemupin had had 29 rides, I think, here in Australia with a three-kilo claim that he wasn't actually entitled to. He should have come over here and been a two-kilo claimer. And so, therefore, all the horses that he had ridden in that period have been disqualified. So it's basically like a rider weighing in light um, because he obviously carried a kilo less than what he should have on all those horses. Ultimately, I think the right decision was made. Um, RV have 
not called back the prize money won by those horses that were disqualified and they have uh, paid out or will pay out in the next run the prize money for the horses that obviously finished in behind in the placings. I guess the only negative in the situation is um, people that had mares or fillies that won at city level and I think there were three that now lose that city win so that is quite valuable for them as a brood mare but that's probably the only negative in the situation and probably the right decision was made in the end. So, Jane, in terms of uh, Billy Pinn, um, what if uh, Racing Australia or Racing Victoria determined there? Any fault with him? Uh, and, uh, Absolutely what other, no what, fault whatsoever. Okay, so that's so, cool. So look, what will it, it the, the attitude be? Yeah, the attitude be of the other jockeys, etc., towards him now? No resentment? No, absolutely. No negativity, no resentment. It was just a really unfortunate situation. Obviously, Billy would not have been aware um, just because the calculations are so different in the way that um, in the way that you determine whether a win in New Zealand is a metropolitan win or not. So mm. Billy would have been completely unaware of that calculation and obviously in good faith rode believing that um, the jurisdictions between Australia and New Zealand would have got that sort of information correct. So um, he is by no means at fault at all in the situation. Um, he's probably just a little bit caught in the middle, to be fair. Um, and, yeah, there's, there's no resentment, no hard feelings. Move forward. He's doing a great job over here at the moment. I would imagine, therefore, Racing Victoria will look at their processes pretty carefully. I mean... Yeah, you, you could imagine it sort of happening in years gone by when a lot of the racing records, etc., were handwritten and you relied on, on that kind of information. But now everything is so uh, so technically put together that it would be very hard to see how a mistake like this could have possibly been made. So they'll have to review their system a wee bit, wouldn't I they? Think, I think the entire system will be reviewed, not only, obviously, the communication between the two countries, but I think the way that... Um, that Racing Victoria look at, at their apprentice claim system as well. Um, obviously, as I said, they've put their hand up and said that, that the wording that was used when they went to New Zealand and asked for the information was not clear or precise enough. So everybody has actually acted in good faith. So the information that NZTR have provided is what they believed they were being asked for. But as it turns out, it wasn't 100% correct what had been the, the wording and the communication from Australia to New Zealand. So, um, unfor unfortunately, this is the outcome of that. And um, as you know, when these things happen, there's always an inquiry into how they happen so that, that we don't see this happen again. I've just studied the fields, uh, Jane, and I see he's got at least three rides at Flemington tomorrow. That's a good sign. Yeah, no, he's been really popular since he arrived over here. He's um, he's had plenty of rides at Metropolitan level and uh, he's getting really good support from a lot of the top stables over here in Melbourne and um, he's with the right stable. He's with Michael Kent at Cranbourne and he's been a um, brilliant master of apprentices through his time. So um, he's setting himself up for success with Amu. I guess it's now just up to him to continue to perform on the track and continue to work hard and, and do the right thing. Hey, Jane, uh, fantastic uh, for you to come on uh, to our show and clarify that situation because uh, initially it looked 
uh, a little bit messy, but it's good to see that it's come to uh, the right kind of end, and uh, hopefully it doesn't happen again. Uh, thanks for your time. Uh, all the very best. Uh, we'll watch your work over the weekend and going forward. Cheers. No problem. Thank you very much.